0: time of trouble, when three of our children are missing, cruelly kidnapped by men of evil, all Israel unite and pray for the safety and well-being of Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Dvoa, Gilad Michael ben Batgalim, and Ayal ben Iris Tushura. All over Israel, people are gathering in small meetings and in large ones to recite psalms or offer up other prayers for their safety. Our rabbis teach us that the power of prayer is huge. Indeed, my father used to say, don't rely on miracles, say psalms. So we need to ask the question, what is prayer? Where does it come from? And what does it do? Prayer works because of the inbuilt structure between the higher worlds and the lower worlds. The Holy Awe taught that following Tsim The second symptom, the joining of compassion with strict judgement, the worlds are arranged like a staircase, overlapping with each other, such that the lowest half of each spiritual world forms the innermost aspect of the world below it. Thus, when the higher world goes up, it takes the lower world with it. We say a world, but what we mean are the spiritual levels of consciousness. The flow of divine light into our world, into our consciousness, into our souls, depends on the presence of fit vessels for this light. Many of the higher worlds don't in fact need the light of God in the same way we do. They are happy with the light of giving, called the order hasadim. It is the lower worlds and the souls of men that originate from the Sfira of Malchut that need to receive the revelation of God's light, called the Or de Chochmah. This light flows according to the need of the souls. Indeed, it is the souls who start this process off, as we are the lowest rung on this spiritual staircase. However, we cannot receive such great light, as long as we are wanting to receive ourselves alone. But when we pray, we align ourselves with our upper worlds of holiness. This is because prayer, when it comes from the heart, is in affinity of form with the spiritual consciousness of holiness. Just as these higher levels of consciousness are giving, so are we. This alignment of coming into affinity of form is turned in the Kabbalah as ascending or going up. So we say that the words of the prayer go up, the words of the prayer being vessels for the light. This action of providing vessels and raising them up is termed in the language of the Kabbalah, Mayan Nukvin, raising the lack upwards, dedicating our lack only for the doing of good. It causes a movement in the upper worlds, creating a harmony that was not previously present. Then the Svirat of the upper worlds turn to each other and enable the bounty of God's light to flow down through all the worlds, down to us, the souls of man. Just as we depend on the higher worlds for the bounty of God's light, The higher worlds are dependent on us to create this additional harmony, to start the whole chain of the revelation of the light of God. Indeed, as human beings, we play a crucial role in the sustaining of God's creation. As the sages taught in the Gemara, if it were not for the prayers of the 36 hidden Sadikim who sustain the world, the world would not survive. Rabbi Abayah said in Masachet Sanhedrin, the world must have no less than 36 tzaddikim to receive the presence of the Shekhinah in every generation. From the verse in Isaiah, happy are those who wait for him. Ashrei kol hokei lo and the word lo in Gematria is 36. When we turn to Hashem in prayer, we are affirming our belief in Him, that He is good and does good to all, that He is the Master of the universe and all that happens comes from Him and is thus inherently good, even when we cannot see that from our mortal understanding. This faith in the Creator brings us into affinity of form with Him. That is an ascent, as such faith itself is a form of giving. It opposes the will to receive oneself alone, which wants certainty. Having faith is being willing to extend ourselves. Rabbi Bauch Ashlag used to say that when we pray, we need to believe two things. One, that God can help us. And two, that he wants to help us, for he is the source from whom all good comes. These two points are at the heart of prayer. So often we feel despair that a problem is beyond all solution. We do have to remember that a problem may be beyond mortal solution, but the divine love can provide solutions which seem impossible to us. This is illustrated by the incident in the wilderness described in the book of Numbers, when the mixed multitude who came out of Egypt with the children of Israel demanded meat. And they complained to Moses. Moses felt despairing and pointed out that even if they were to slaughter every sheep and cow that they had with them, there would not be enough meat to feed such a multitude of people. And then the Lord said to Moses, Is my power limited? Now you will see if my word comes true for you or not. And then, as we know, there was a rain of quails. From this story, we learn a principle that the Almighty can bring the salvation in ways that we cannot envisage. At other times, we may feel that the matter is too trivial, or we feel embarrassed somehow to ask, who are we to ask? We need to remember that God wants to give to us, for the purpose of the creating in his creation is to give goodness to the created beings. This purpose never stops, never ceases, never changes. The Creator's delight is to give to His created beings. All He requires is for us to provide a suitable vessel for the light to come in. Indeed, in the Amida prayer, we say, Shema Koleinu, hear our voice, O Lord our God, merciful Father, have compassion upon us and accept our prayers in mercy and favor, for you are God who hears prayers and supplications. Do not turn us away empty-handed from you, our King, for you hear the prayer of every mouth. Blessed are you, O Lord, who hears prayer. From this, my Bible ashlag teaches us that we need to believe that God hears the prayer of everyone, even when we feel ourselves unworthy to pray. When we pray the prayers of our heart, We say what comes from our deepest being in the language that is closest to us. Mothers pray for their children in this natural way. But all of us need to whisper our prayers to God. When we light our Shabbos candles, we pray for our loved ones, whispering the desires of our heart. However, we do have other resources. These are the set prayers of the Siddur, which are obligatory for the men, and the Book of Psalms these different elements of prayer work? The language of the prayer book and their blessings comes from the language of the Tanakh. The prayers of the Siddur were set down by the men of the great assembly. Rabbi Ashlag teaches us on the nature of this language that it is the most ancient language with which to describe the divine revelation. That is to say the letters which form words and sentences our vessels for the light of God. The men of the great assembly arranged these words for us in order to provide the appropriate channels for God's light into the world. As we pray them, even though we ourselves are far from their spiritual stature, nevertheless through our faith these prayers go up. In times of trouble the Jews have always turned to the book of Psalms the HaMelech, who wrote most of the Psalms, had a tough life. He was persecuted throughout his life by those who were actually closest to him and should have cared for him. In times of trouble, he both cries out to God for help, but at the same time emphasises his faith in God and his appreciation of his goodness. This seemingly paradoxical mixture contains the elements that we've been looking at belief in God as the fountain from whom all good comes, and at the same time raising up the vessel of prayer to him, asking him for his help. The Zohar, Parashat Vayakhel, teaches us on the ascent of prayer. Rabbi Shimon opened his discourse and said on the verse in Isaiah, Vayom <speaking> Asher <in Hebrew> And he said to me, you are my servant Israel, in you I will take delight. This refers to the prayer that a person needs to pray before the Holy Blessed One, that this is a great and most precious work out of all the services with which we serve our Lord. Come and see, there is service to the Holy Blessed One that depends on the actions of the body, which are conducted through those mitzvot which require action which are the more important of the service of God and these are dependent on the desire of the heart and the speech. In the body there are twelve limbs to do the work of the body. This is made up of two arms and two legs in which each one of them has three joints together makes twelve. These limbs of the body are used for the practical misvot with which we serve God. And there are the inner limbs which are the heart and the liver, the mouth and the tongue, the five lobes of the lungs and the kidneys. These work the inner work, which are the mitzvot that are dependent on speech, such as prayer, thanksgiving and blessings. A person's prayer is the work of the spirit, whose work is dependent on speech. It depends on the highest hidden things, The human beings do not know that their prayer pierces firmaments pierces atmospheres opens doorways and ascends on high at the time of dawn when the light illuminates the sky a call goes out in all the firmaments prepare for those who govern the doors the governors of the temples each one on his watch because those who govern by day are not those who govern by night when the night comes The governors of the day give way to those who rule by night, and they change with each other. This is the inner meaning of the great light that governs the day and the lesser light that governs by night. When the night comes, a call goes forth, prepare the watchers of the night, each one to his place. And when the day dawns, prepare for the governors of the day. Each one is appointed to the place that he is fitted to. And then the holy Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, comes forth and comes down, and Israel comes into the Beit Knesset, to the synagogue, to pray to their master and open the day with songs and praises. Thus a man, after he has already rectified himself with the practical mitzvot of Tvilin and tzitzit, needs to unify his heart in the rectification of the inner work of his master, to place his heart and will in the work of the words and praises, for his speech ascends on high. And those who are appointed stand in the first level, and they wait for this word which goes up. They take it, and if the word is spoken with true intention, as is fitting, then the ministering angels kiss it, and it ascends. And when they kiss it, they say, Happy are you, O Israel, that you know to crown your master with holy crowns. Happy is the mouth from which word of this crown goes forth. So when we say the psalms and the prayers that are written in the Siddur by the holy men of the at HaGadolah, the men of the great assembly, even though we ourselves are far from their level, nevertheless, with the intention of faith, our prayers too reach the heavenly throne and can intercede and cause the channels of light and goodness, wisdom and peace to come to us all. And in particular, at this time, we ask that the heavenly channels be open for Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Dvorah, Gilad Michael ben Batgalim, and Ayal ben Iris Tushua. May the Almighty have mercy on them and fulfill the words of the prophet Jeremiah. Koramah Adonai, minikolech mi bechi ve'inaich midimah, ki yish secha'a le'pulatech naum Adonai, v'shavu me'eretz o'yev, v'yish tikvail achoritech naum Adonai, banim Thus, says the Lord, refrain your voice from crying and your eyes from tears for there is a reward for your work, says the Lord. And they will return from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your latter end, says the Lord, and the children will return to their border. This audio recording is brought to you from Nohorah School, established by Yedita Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Yehudelev Ashlag. Studies with Yedita Cohen are available through the Nohorah School online. Details at www.nohoraschool.com or www.nohorapress.com.